1: Well, good afternoon. It's Carol Stanley here on KLAY 1180 on your AM dial or L A 1180com Actually, it's klay1180.com. Anywhere in the world on Sunday afternoons from 2 to 3 p.m. Pacific Time, you can always spend a hangout time with us. Uh, I dearly love having sharing and having time with you uh, where we, we can just really enjoy each other and not worry about the rest of the afternoon, but just just spend some time where you just relax. I want you to always go and get a cup of tea or a cup of iced tea or whatever your heart desires and just relax and and hang with us for a little while i've got a great guest today you're gonna love her and we're just gonna hang out and chat about some concerns we have but before that as always i'm going to share with you jesus calling and hang on just a second because i dropped something okay (laughs) don't want to go over my time Um, do you ever have one of those days where things just seem to get away from you (laughs) time and so forth and we can choose to be ruffled or we can choose to trust right that all will work out because god's timing is is perfect and while we are human and we screw up which i am so capable of i know that ultimately he loves me he loves you and it all can work out. We just have to keep a really good positive attitude, ask forgiveness when necessary, and move on. So today, as always, I want to share with you what it says in God's, God's Word, really, but it's translated, if you will, by Sarah Young in Jesus Calling. It's my favorite of all time uh, devotionals. I have many, but this is my favorite one. So I'm going to share that with you today. And so it says this. Remember, this is Jesus talking to you and me. I want to be central in your entire being. When your focus is firmly on me, my peace displaces fears and worries. They will encircle you seeking entrance, so you must stay alert." Let trust and thankfulness stand guard, turning back fear before it can again or gain a foothold. There is no fear in love, which shines on you continually. Sit quietly in my love light while I bless you with radiant peace. Turn your whole being to trusting and loving me. I don't know about you, but I love that. And I love the fact that it is it is God speaking to you and I. That is taken from Second Thessalonians 3.16, which says this, Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord with be all will be. <laughs> oh, my goodness. My tongue just got tied around my tooth. The Lord be with all of you. And again, that's Second Thessalonians 3.16. sixteen. First John 4.18 says this, There is no fear in love. But perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. And again, he says in another spot, God is love. And that is so true, you know, as a voice coach, as a voice performance coach, I I really share with people all, all the time about what helps you to truly be confident and to let go of fear because fear is truly, it's an acronym for false evidence appearing real. Most of our fear is centered on things that we really can't change, that we really have no control over, other than like if you're if you're standing in front of an audience of one or many, you do have control over how you think. You do have control over how you're going to respond. And the trick is you focus more on your audience than yourself. When we focus on ourselves, we get into total trouble because... People read that louder than they read your words. They read your mental energy. It's a scientific fact, and God has told us in His Word: you must take captive your thoughts, and you must renew your mind every day, right? In positive truth, which His Word absolutely provides you. And so, what happens is, if your if your thoughts, because remember this: every thought is electrically electrically chemically tied to emotions, and therefore it sets up an energy field around you. And animals read it. People read it, too. Have you ever been around a very negative person and you found yourself, everything in you just wanting to back up and get out of there? It's because they're reading that mental energy of negativity, negativity, and that will always, always push people away. But when you're around a positive person, a loving, positive person, it draws people toward you. And so it's a whole different experience. And when you are speaking, whether it be one or several or many people, you have to be the same beautiful, authentic person. In fact, I teach something called H.A.I.L. An acronym stands for H, Honesty, A, Authenticity, I, Integrity, and L for Love. H.A.I.L. If you're operating from H.A.I.L. and your focus is your audience and the gift that you and your message are bringing to them, you will so rock the stage and you'll find your fear totally going away because it feels so good to give a gift to someone else does it not (laughs) yes it does so at any rate fear is something that perfect love god's love for you and for the fact that you're there for a reason sharing with other people because god has placed you in that spot and so Again, the, the stage nerves are actually your best friend. They allow you to do your absolutely best work. So it's something not to be feared, but to just accept as, okay, that adrenaline pool will dissipate as I start sharing my gift. And that icky, what I, you know, we all kind of feel like that's an icky feeling. But you know what? It, it actually is the excitement. And I want you to think of it that way. It's the excitement that God is allowing you to do your best work and that excitement Begins to dissipate and the adrenaline dissipates through your body. So now you're full of energy, you're full of of brilliant thought, you're full of everything you need to deliver well. So, at any rate, just my tips for today. And along the same line of Jesus calling today, talking about love, taking all your fear away. Again, when you love what you do, you love the fact that you're there for a reason to bring to really bring good to your audience, uh, bring good to the person you're with, then it it totally takes the fear out of it. Uh, Absolutely. And so there's a little saying here in devotional writings, if you will, uh, by the author of Come Away, My Beloved, Frances Roberts. And she says this, To fight discouragement, you want to go to... um, the Scriptures, and it says, "My son, turn not from the path of truth. Many testings shall beset you, but your God shall be your refuge. He shall under, undergird you, and send holy holy angels to keep watch over you, and you shall not be afraid, regardless of the hazards. Open wide your soul, and the Lord will fill it with His goodness. Your heart shall drink in His mercy and His love." For his ear is attuned to your cry, and your desire toward him shall be generously rewarded. He knows your need <clears throat> and the depth of your searching. Only as you fight discouragement can you make room for God to bless you in full measure as he desires to do. That's just such an encouragement. It's Colossians 3, 1 through 4. <clears throat> And let's see, we're doing okay time-wise here. So, and another one is faith, a a perpendicular, I can't even read today, a perpendicular operation. So be alert. Keep your thoughts always on me, God. Give me your trouble, whatever it may be. There is no disturbance big enough to warrant your distress because anything committed to me, your God, will be taken care of. Be steadfast and be one about whom it can be said that you truly live and walk by faith. I will be with you and help you, and I will be your strength. No barrier shall stand in your way, because faith is the perpendicular operation, is a perpendicular operation. Your faith reaches straight up to me. It's perpendicular, right? And my power comes straight down upon the place of action. I love that thought, perpendicular. So the cross represents perpendicular up and down, our relationship with God. But it also has the cross beam, which is the sideways, if you will, the horizontal, which is the perspective of my relationship with you. And so we are we are in relationship with God horizontally or perpendicular to the land but we also are horizontal and we are absolutely in relationship with each other it says be obedient to the gentlest promptings of my spirit for in a time of crisis you are subject to more than the normal amount of distraction so true is it not that's from Romans 14:23 it's so important that we are people of faith. And faith comes by what? Hearing, right? So that's why I'm always here sharing the power of the word of God in a practical way with you every Sunday. It it's it's how I run my life. It's what drives my train, if you will. And why I wrote the book, Born to Be Awesome, which by the way, you can you can get through calling the radio station here, or you can certainly get on Amazon or on BarnesandNobles.com or um, it's also by I think you can get it on Zulon Press x u l o n dot com, but at any rate, it's available, and I encourage you to get it and let it bless your life. Uh, it's my heart on paper. I have spent over forty years trained, being trained certainly, but training other people, and I am a, a constant learner. And so I'm always, always, always learning and growing, and I encourage you to do the same. And so we are going to leave you temporarily, take a quick break, and we will be back with our guest of the day. So don't go away. Come right back, freshen up your tea, and I'll see you in a few. Bye-bye for now.
0: That special touch of God's excellence in you. of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence
1: in you. Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game and that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more nos? I am Carol Stanley. And I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those no's to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253 951 Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to that special touch of excellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. Catherine listens and guides you in developing a personal and financial plan that reflects your values and goals. And she is easy to talk with. Contact Katherine Evans at kevans at strategicsoundsolutions.com, or call her at 253-861-2959. Again, that's Kay Evans at strategicsoundsolutions.com, or call her at 253-861-2959.
0: That special touch of God's excellence in you. special touch of God's excellence in you, that special touch of God's excellence
1: in you. All right, well, we're back, and I am thrilled to introduce to you today, Judy Randisi. Judy Randisi is a beautiful mother a grandmother, and I've already told her she's way too young to be this old, which I am too. It, she's a beautiful lady. And so i it's, it's so hard to think of her as a grandma because she doesn't look old enough to be one. But at any rate, Judy Randisi is a mother, a grandmother, and a concerned citizen. As you know what, we all are concerned citizens. And we need to be about the business in our communities of knowing what's going on and standing up making a difference especially those of us who know and love the Lord Jesus right we do it in love we do it gracefully we do it respectfully but we do it nonetheless so judy welcome
2: hello <laughs> thank you yeah thank yeah. you for having me today and um, I just want to say I really loved your opening segment. It was just what I needed to hear. I have to admit to the audience that I'm a bit nervous about being on the radio, but
1: here I am. <laughs> oh, and you're, you're beautiful. And guess what? You know, it's like just sitting over a cup of tea. I have all my audience grab a cup of tea, cold or hot, and just sit back and relax and enjoy the time together. And so that's what we're doing today. We're just enjoying our time. So, all right. All right. Judy, you have been very involved uh, in your school district, have you not?
2: Yes, I have been involved. And yes. I'm, I'm currently on the IMC committee at the University Place School District.
1: Great. What's the IMC?
2: It stands for the Instructional Materials Committee. and um, Awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and expand that if you'd like. So what it is, it's
2: um, governed by RCW 28A 3020. And what, it, what that means is that the um, school districts are required to establish an instructional materials committee to support the selection of instructional materials as well as to provide a system for reviewing complaints within the school
1: district. Okay, so, so in other words, they are required to provide all of us concerned citizens with what they're doing? is Am I hearing that right? Well, they're required
2: to um, establish an instructional materials committee.
1: Okay, got it, got it, got it. So the committee can be you and I, if you will. Yes. I mean, it can be concerned citizens, right?
2: Yes, it's okay. generally made <laughs> up of um, administration from the school, teachers, and then parents. Um, the statute doesn't really talk about community members, but. My understanding is that most of the IMC committees in the state have community members on board, and that's how I'm on there. I'm a grandmother.
1: Great. Yes. Great, great, great. Okay. All right. So um, – Well, and I just think that's awesome, and I encourage all of you out there listening, find out what school district you're in, and whether you have children in that school district or not, become involved. Find out what they're teaching, uh, especially when it comes to sex education, because we live in a time where, oh my goodness, our culture has gone sideways uh, with a lot of things. I mean, God calls us to love people, absolutely. Love them where they are, not judge anybody. But we are—we can be fruit inspectors, and we are called to love, but stand up for what we believe. This is a, a country of freedom of speech, and so it's very important that we do that. Mm-hmm. So, so what have you... Uh, so, okay, you've explained to me what IMC is, and so how would we as Christian and conservative parents... Get involved? Well like you said you would contact the school and let them know that
2: you're interested Uh, in University Place. It's a three-year term and I have to say it really doesn't take as much time as it sounded like it would at the beginning. So we don't review all of the materials in the school. The school chooses certain materials to bring to us to review and um, right now I'm working on the sexual education materials that are new to the school along with several other um, textbooks.
1: Okay. Great.
2: Yes, and so um, it's interesting, and um, it's it's actually kind of fun to look at the kids' books, see what they're learning, and it's very important to to know what's being taught to the children. There are absolutely yes, yeah.
1: there are generation of the future. Absolutely. So, sexual education is not required by law. Correct. Despite school officials claiming that it is, explain that a little bit.
2: Well, um, I don't have the statutes in front of me, but um, off the top of my head, um, you do not have to teach sexual education, but if you do choose to teach sexual education as a school district, there are certain requirements which include teaching um, HIV prevention, um, STDs, and I believe contraception. Okay. and then by law, whatever you do teach in a sexual educational class has to be medically and scientifically accurate okay, um, and age-appropriate, among other things. And
1: age-appropriate. All right. Who decides? I mean, just the curious off the top of my head. Who decides? And, and keep in mind, listening audience, this is strictly Judy's opinion and my opinion. So we're, anything we say, we know we have back you know, backed up facts for. But it's strictly our opinion, right? So just please know that. And um, I forgot my question. Who decides? <laughs> oh, who decides? Thank you, Judy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. One of those days for me. So who decides what is age appropriate? Ultimately,
2: it's the school board. So right now, um, with uh, in terms of the sex ed curriculum that I'm working on, um it's being piloted. It's being piloted in the 10th grade um, since December. And so, which I think is a little bit unusual for a sex ed curriculum, but that's that's the way the district is doing it. And then the IMC committee will review the materials, um, voice their com- concerns. The school is focusing primarily on our concerns um, um, surrounding bias and then What happens is, is the IMC committee members then vote on whether to approve the book or not or the curriculum. And then um, that recommendation, that vote, goes to the school board for them to decide, help them to decide whether to approve a curriculum or not.
1: Okay. So, and do you feel like your voices are really being heard by the school board? In other words, they're really paying attention to what you guys vote on and say, say yay or nay to? Well, I'm very, uh, this is my first year with the um, Instructional
2: <coughs> Materials Committee in University Place, um, or ever, and so I don't have enough experience to speak to that, but I am sure hoping that they do when it comes to this
1: curriculum. Great, 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 great. So, um, what is the OSPI? What is that?
2: The OSPI is the Office of the
1: Superintendent of Public Instruction. Aha. Okay, so, and their role, pr- so their role promoting, approving sexual education curricula like FLASH. So they're the, w- so I, I, I asked you what it was, but so tell me a little bit more about that. The Office of, say, say again? The Office of the
2: Superintendent, Superintendent. of Public Instruction.
1: Okay, so. So okay. they
2: oversee their governmental entity, and they oversee education for our state. They're, they're okay. the main overseers. Um, <laughs> and the school districts interact with them um, in regards to the sex education curriculum by um, choosing... I hope I understand this correctly from the school, but the school has indicated to me that the reason why we chose the FLASH curriculum in University Place is because um, it was reviewed by the OSPI. Now, whether that constitutes an approval, I'm not 100% sure. You can look on the OSPI website and see what they've approved, or I sh- maybe shouldn't say approved, reviewed. And it is FLASH, um, the three R's, and, and several others that I really can't speak to. Okay. So, all right. Well, first of all, what is FLASH? Flash. you've mentioned that. Uh, FLASH is um, it's published, distributed, I believe, um, out of the Peer, or King County. Okay, but so is that an
1: acronym for something? F L A S E You know, I
2: don't know. I don't okay. know if it is. Um, but that's the name of the curriculum, correct? Yes, I'm sure. Sex it is. ed curriculum? Yes. Okay. And so FLASH, if you, um, you want to construct a sex ed curriculum for your school, <laughs> what you do if you're going with FLASH is they have a large... Um, selection of materials to choose from. You can choose whole lessons, um, you can choose the whole curriculum, or you can even redact stuff out of the lessons that you don't want. And so what my school district is teaching is different than our next-door neighbors, you know. In Puyallup, for instance, last time I checked, um, which was probably about two, three months ago, um, they are not teaching gender identity. My school has chosen to incorporate the gender identity into the curriculum that they designed out using flash materials. Okay, G-
1: and uh, what what grades does that go to? Is it just 10th?
2: Well, right now it's 10th grade. <laughs> okay. Um, at the very beginning of... Um, Next year? No, no. At the very oh, beginning sorry. of December, <laughs> um, I to the best of my recollection, they said it would go to fifth grade and second grade next year. So whether or not those are the grades, it's going to go to the elementary school and the middle school to the best of my knowledge. And my understanding is that may, it may have already started in fifth grade this year.
1: I don't know about second at all. Wow. Okay. So, and I know when I went online, for instance, and I did look at Flash, and it looks, uh, course i'm trying to think it wasn't your school district and it was just a link i had to flash in general but it was it looked i mean for what is published online it looks pretty okay Mm -hmm. but what i would like to know is what really transpires within say you know because you you know more about your school district than anybody else's so what what Really transpires, and I mean, just kind of start this, and then we'll need to come back and <laughs> give it give it heck. Okay. Actually, well, okay, go ahead.
2: Well, there's no textbook, number one. So oh. it's it's, it's um, sheets of paper that they put together in a binder for lesson material for the teachers. Okay. So there's no textbook for the children to take home.
1: Wow. Okay. okay. You know what? I'm going to hold you okay. right there. No textbook with Flash. It's just stuff that they put together in. Okay in a binder and handout. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So please come back and learn more about Flash. Okay, be be right back.
0: That That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you.
1: Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game and that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more noes? I am Carol Stanley, and I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those noes to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253 951 Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to thatspecialtouchofexcellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. Catherine listens and guides you in developing a personal and financial plan that reflects your values and goals, and she is easy to talk with. Contact Catherine Evans at kevans@strategicsoundsolutions.com at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. Again, that's kevans@strategicsoundsolutions.com at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. Well, we're back, and we are so happy. I am so happy to have Judy Randisi with us, uh, and she is from University Place. She's a beautiful mom, grandma, and concerned citizen, and she is on the committee, the IMC, which is the the uh, in, information instructional instructional. Materials instructional forgive me, instructional mm-hmm. materials committee, which is, and again, I encourage all of you out there to consider being on a committee like this because that then you get the lowdown you get the what's actually going on and that's a good thing to know good bad or indifferent right you you really want to know so you have an input and a, a yay or a nay or whatever right so judy when just before we uh, ended that segment we were talking about what flash really is it's the it is the sexual Education program mm-hmm. that is going on in your district, and it, we know it's in, in other districts as well. And so, what we dis- what we discovered just before we left the air for our break was that there are it is not a textbook involved. That the any district or any school can decide what they're going to teach.
2: Correct. And if you want an example, <clears throat> um, the Puyallup School District has posted all of their flash materials online. And um, they, I believe, they've even
1: posted what they've redacted out of the flash materials to create their curriculum. So, all right. So, I'm really curious. In different schools, I know they're teaching different parts of the flash, and most of the curriculum, uh, I, you know, I couldn't find out what the samples were online. So, what are you telling me that they are? Well, you or, or you not? need
2: a subscription to look at the full range of so materials. How, so, what does
1: that mean? What would how well would I do
2: I, that? I, The school has a subscription, so they get to look online and decide what they want to choose out of Flash, and they can see all the different uh, lessons and what's inside the lessons, um, and then build their curriculum. But as if you go online, you cannot, you can see some samples, but you cannot see, I don't think you can see a full lesson in. Um, no, I
1: couldn't find a full lesson of anything. Yeah. Uh-uh.
2: I think you can find some of maybe the older lessons. I think maybe it's the elementary school, but um, I think they've updated the, um, the high school one. And so my understanding is that it's copyrighted. And so um, you need the subscription to look. So
1: if I'm just a concerned citizen, as I truly am, how would I tap into that? How would I find out? You can go to your school district.
2: Um, they have a copy of Flash um, available for people to look at. Okay. And so parents, um, parents have had the opportunity to go in and look at the books um, or look at the, the binder and see what's in there. And then they also have the option by law to opt out. And also who, by law, who has the option? To the opt parent. Up. The parent does. The okay. parent has the option to opt their child out of the curriculum in whole or in part, is my understanding. Okay. And um, and then the question is, what for me? The question is, what are the children going to be doing during that time? And so um, I don't know that my school has come up with a good um, substitute or an alternative educational opportunity, as is required by law. Um, and so, I'd like to see something put in place for those children. The last I heard, they were being sent to the office from the school, and so—that's
1: re- like chastising them for being opting for That's opting out. That's what
2: I thought too, but they didn't feel that way. They feel like there's good reasons you go to the office. As well, so, um, but Boy. I, I would like them to spend their time doing something more productive.
1: Yeah, well, and make it fun for the children, or, or you know, do something so it's not like okay, you're, you're opting out, so you're going to the principal's office. <laughs> I mean, that's you know, all the years growing up, going to the principal's office was never a good thing. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you know, so yeah, because we don't what we what we do not want to do. We don't we don't want our children to be chastised for strong belief patterns uh, of parent of parents who hold the cards in their hand really and our schools are are in many ways and this is strictly my opinion but I really believe that the school is trying to take away a lot of trying to again when at, at age 13 that they can cut the parents out of of knowing what's going on, that's not okay with me. Mm -hmm. That is so not okay. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I would not want my daughter to be hauled off to an abortion and me not know about it. That Mm -hmm. would be so not okay. I do not want my son given any hormone injections without me knowing what in the heck is going on. I would not want him to be confused at his junior high and high school age time where it's natural for him to experiment. It's natural in the developmental process. And any good psychologist will tell you that. And that it's a time where they are meant to roll through that and come out on the other side, solid gender uh, identifying. In other words, Mm -hmm. they have good role models, a good male role model, you know, that is not throwing them confusing messages that is solid and can help them truly become a godly man or whatever it is, right? I mean, being a good, solid male person, all right? Same thing with females, that they roll through that and they come out on the other side, strong women that are ready to serve their Lord and their world, right? And again, I have a strong opinion about that. I absolutely do and I fess up to that, no no problem. But it concerns me a lot that any school district is going to show pornography or do anything that because you can't unsee that stuff once you see it and it winds up being a trap and a a chain I mean truly a chain around your neck for the rest of your life in to some degree or another and I've just heard you know I don't know if this is true and I'm saying that right up front but I've heard that not only is pornographic material being shown, but it's then having the children identify with themselves within that. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, you've got to be freaking kidding me. Mm-hmm. Their frontal cortex is not even fully developed. And you're throwing this kind of crap at them? Mm-hmm. Expecting them to handle it well? No. I'm sorry. this I'm just very opinionated about that.
2: Well, there's a lot of emotion around this issue um, for me, and I think for most people, too. <laughs>
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Strong, yeah.
2: strong feelings.
1: Yeah, I, I, and I'm one of them. I have very strong feelings about it. So, what is what? Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we've got so different schools are teaching different parts of the flesh, and you can't you can't find out what they're really doing unless you are subscribing into that school, right?
2: No, you don't need to subscribe. The school needs a subscription. Is this is what I've been told from oh, the okay. school is they need a subscription to look at Flash, and okay. I did get a. Um, they were kind enough to give me a temporary subscription so I could look on there. It's it's like a giant catalog, I would say, of information that you can construct a curriculum from. So, okay. so I have what my school has chosen. They put together their lessons, and yes. um, I know some stuff was taken out. Some of the family homework le- um, parts of the lessons were taken out because I did ask about that recently. But
1: um, you know, I think. What do you mean that the family homework was taken out? Well, th- th- it, it isn't presented to the kids, or it's taken out of your book,
2: it I, the children go home with a letter after the first lesson in my in my school district. Okay, this anyway. is
1: University Place School District. Okay. Right.
2: And um, it introduces the parents and the guardians to FLASH, and it talks about how important it is to have family dialogue regarding sexual health. Which is good. And that's good. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it says at the end here, the closing paragraph, family homework is recommended but not required if a family decides not to do the homework, students will be offered an individual homework assignment that can be completed for the same credit. So, uh, to me this, you know, sounds very clear, but then there's not homework assignments for
1: some of the lessons. So, that means that the child can opt not to take it home and opt to not discuss it with parents, and then parents are out of the loop, right? It does put parents out of the loop, I believe which is not a good, healthy thing. <laughs> no, no. Especially not for what a ninth or 10th grader. <laughs> it's no. not what
2: I want for the children and for the families, the university yeah. place.
1: And well stated, because children are children until actually, for, you know what, as far as your brain development is concerned, you stay a kid until you're about 25. A little A few years less than mm-hmm. that for women, but men, till they're at least 25. Mm-hmm. The brain fully doesn't develop. You know, that frontal cortex where you actually make your decisions in life? <laughs> so yeah the idea and i'm just talking off the top of my head now but the idea of children trying to you know making a decision that they were born the wrong sex and wanting a sex change for instance before they are at least 25 years old is absolutely ludicrous because they don't know that mm-hmm. honest to god they don't know that they're again their their brain hasn't fully developed yet so it yeah to to put that And what I think happens, and again, opinion here, but what I think happens is that, you know, you have people that want sex changes early in life. And then later on, after they find out what life is really all about, many of them have have really decided, oops, that was a huge mistake. But it's too late. They can't go back. Mm -hmm. And so my concern is, just like with abortion, is that there is such emotional fallout after an abortion that, Mm -hmm. that nobody's really stepping up and speaking about. There is such trauma that goes on in a young woman's life when she's had an abortion that, you know, that's not okay that this happens early on in life without parents knowing or having input. And then you have all kinds of fallout and and awful things that happen. So you know what, we're gonna, we're gonna take another quick break. And then we're gonna be right back. So come back. Okay. Thank you. See you in a minute.
0: That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you.
1: Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game? And that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more noes? I am Carol Stanley, and I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those no's to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253-951-3879. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to thatspecialtouchofexcellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. Catherine listens and guides you in developing a personal and financial plan that reflects your values and goals, and she is easy to talk with. Contact Katherine Evans at kevans at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. Again, that's Kay Evans at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959.
0: That special touch of God's excellence in you.
1: All right. Well, we are back, and I am so glad that you have joined us today. And we are talking with Judy Rendisi, a beautiful mom, grandma, and concerned citizen. And she is, lives in the University Place District, school district. She's on their uh, educational information uh, committee, if you will. And 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 so, you know, we're talking today because we are both Christian moms and grandmas, and we are concerned citizens, right? So we just want you to know some things that are happening, some of them great, some of them not so great, so that you can, if you will, pay attention to your own school district and get involved, find out what's going on, (laughs) because it's it's very important in our culture. And so before we left for break, we were talking about uh, I was just giving a strong opinion about <laughs> I don't want, I don't want my kid, if you will, to be or my grandchild to be hauled off for an abortion or anything else without my consent. And of course, at age 13, they have every right to not not inform me and that's not okay with me. But anyway, uh, the, the uh, University Place school district will, you know, we'll send kids to P- Planned Parenthood for again, is birth control and STD clinics.
2: Well, can I interject?
1: Yes, they, yes, yes, absolutely. So as part
2: of the birth control um, lesson, and okay, I think part of the STD, the HIV STD lesson as well. There's a handout, and it's the sexual health resources for Pierce County. Oh, good. And okay, so
1: yeah, thank you for clarifying that. So,
2: so um, I don't know if they actually transport children there, or or they advise children to go there, but they do give them this handout. And so um, it does include
1: on the top here, Planned Parenthood, Cedar River, and Tacoma, Pierce County. Mm -hmm. Now, we do know, though, that Cedar River clinics do handle abortions.
2: That's my understanding. That's
1: our understanding. Okay. And again, remember, this is all opinion opinion driven. We try and have as much fact in front of us as possible, because we don't want to mislead you or, or misguide you. But it's so important that you find out what's going on. And as some of our friends uh, dealings with school districts, not necessarily a university place, but with some of the school districts, they have been absolutely turned down and said, you have no right to this information, which we go, really? <laughs> As concerned citizens and parents, you bet we have right to that information. But anyway, sometimes it just takes, you know, a little chutzpah and uh, standing up for what you believe. So what I'd like you to talk about in our last segment here, uh, Judy, is... You and I both are strong believing Christians, and what has been your experience with you know how 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 are how are Christian kids handled?
2: Well, I don't know um, how Christian kids are handled. Um, I don't know any of the tenth graders um, that are that took the this part of the health class this year. I do wonder if it's fair to the children, though, who are uh, children of faith, not only Christians, but I imagine sure. children, mu- Muslim children as well.
1: Jewish um, children, perhaps? Yes, yes,
2: yes absolutely. Um, I would, if I were a teen, I might feel afraid to speak up, um, voice my opinion, because it is very different than what is being taught. Um, So I'm I'm wondering if it doesn't marginalize and silence the children that don't opt out.
1: Yeah, you know, the ones that don't, that their parents haven't opted them out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I would guess that that's a pretty high number of kids that are not opting out.
2: Yes, I would guess so too.
1: Because again, the, the typical behavior would be, okay, you've opted out of this class, go to the go to the principal's office, right? Well, that, ew, that has a stigma to it.
2: Yes, and I hope that's not the practice any longer. I will find out on our IM, at our IMC meeting on uh, June 17th, but, you know, I don't know how... I know notices were sent to the parents that there was a new sex ed curriculum. I did not get to see that letter or that email. I don't know what was in it, and I know parents are busy, and if a child brought it home, I don't know that they gave it to their parents, but... Um, you know, I think if pa- if more parents went and looked at the curriculum, it would yeah. raise a lot more questions for them. Sure, and then they might consider opting out.
1: Yeah, that and that that to both of us is really a powerfully important piece. Mm-hmm. That bottom line of what we're why we're talking about this today is that we, as believing Christian parents and grandparents, and very concerned citizens for all the children in our our pr- respective districts, that. That you, the parent, you the citizen, whether you have kids in school or not, you the citizen, go and find out what's being taught, and and hand your stamp of approval or your your nay, if you will, your concern. Regardless, uh, go find out what's going on because what I, what I know to be true is that there has been some deception and there has been. Uh, I'm not saying in University Place necessarily, but I am. I just know that in certain areas there has has been some, and that's not okay. It just isn't. So go and go and find out what's going on in your own school district, in your own area. Because again, we have people listening to us all over the world. So go find out <laughs> in your country, in your city, in your state, in your home community what's being taught. It's so important that you. At least you know you have a, a handle on it, and that you say yes or no, and that you you can really be uh, have a voice. I guess is what I'm trying to say. This is a democracy in our country, and we do have freedom of speech, and we do have freedom of opinion. And so, guess what? Go find out. <laughs> so you know that you know that you know. Get the facts and and uh, be on board. So, what are some of the, your last thoughts and things you'd like to? Um, to share uh, about FLASH? I noticed that we have a note here that FLASH is inappropriate for all school-age children.
2: Well, you know, y- appropriateness is going is is an opinion, I would say. Yes. Um, I think in some cases the materials, um, for me, they're not appropriate for my learning needs or what I would think would be my child's or grandchild's learning needs because a lot of the information that they give to the children about very complex subjects like birth control for for instance there's generalizations it seems like to me made rather than statistics put in there like for withdrawal it's interesting what they say for the um, withdrawal um, the school says withdrawal is um, free and always available um, and is much more effective than most people think when used correctly. What do you is, mean,
1: withdrawal? W- well, Explain.
2: withdrawing the penis before ejaculation as a form of birth control. So I think I got that right. I don't. I, it's off the top of my head, but that's generally what they're saying. They're and saying
1: that that's okay?
2: Well, they're not saying that that's okay, but they're giving the kids information about it and the information would be more complete by providing something like this from the C D C the C D C says withdrawal has a twenty two percent failure rate with typical use. Now I would imagine for the C D C they did all sorts of ages, but I don't know about what it would be like for a teenager. I would imagine that the failure rate would be a lot higher than twenty two percent. I wouldn't yes understand I don't understand why would we
1: even address withdrawal to teenagers. No, abstinence is a much better absolutely approach. Hello. They do. <laughs> well, because the thing is, we know that semen is excreted before, during and after ejac or you know as ejaculation happens. So, you're not safe just because you've withdrawn before ejaculation. You're not safe at all. No. And so yeah, I would again the, and the thing I know, too, is that if, if they're showing erotic and pornographic material and asking the students to put themselves in the situation, holy cow, that is so not okay.
2: Well, I haven't seen any of that at University Place. I haven't Good. seen any videos. Um, but but it's, in, it's within the greater flesh stuff?
1: I don't know. I don't know oh, because the only so, thing
2: I have access to right now right. is what University Place has.
1: Got it. But... Okay, so that is a hearsay statement.
2: That is hearsay, yes. Okay,
1: so, all right. So, again, we have opinions, but that was hearsay. All right.
2: <laughs> and, and that has happened in other parts of the country. I mean, I've read it in the news, the children being exposed to stuff. That, okay, to so me, is highly inappropriate.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it, it isn't just hearsay. You've you've seen that in newspaper, which is still hearsay, I guess. If you stop and <laughs> think about it. <laughs> okay, so any. Uh, forgive me, I interrupted you. Any last thoughts you'd like to share?
2: Well, I just would like the the um, materials to be more complete. So I really hope the University Place School District looks at the. The importance of the subject matter, it's complex. It needs to be treated, I think, in a way where the kids can use their critical thinking skills, have both sides of the argument, and be able to draw their own conclusions in an informed manner. And for me, reading this as an adult, if this were the only information I have,
1: I would say that that would not be possible. Uh Aha. And the other piece to add to that is, again, when it comes to critical thinking skills, most kids in high school do not have critical thinking skills because their brain is not fully developed in that frontal cortex where that happens. Mm -hmm. So you're asking them to do an impossibility, really, all the way around. And so, uh, yeah, I know. To me, that's not okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, But again, I have strong opinions about this, and I have a strong... Uh, admonition for anybody listening to this radio show.
2: One more yes. thing that I would just like to say is I yes. recently spoke with an educator who's familiar with this subject matter, and this person told me that there are two um, health book supplementals that deal with sex health education. One is by Pearson. It's a tried and true public uh, textbook publisher, as far as I know, and, as, and the same for Glencoe. However, my understanding from the school is that the OSPI has not reviewed these books, and my understanding that these books would be a much more acceptable form of sex education for people that respects e- across the aisle, everyone, you know, respects and, all faiths and, and gives you yeah. statistics and talks about things like side effects of birth control, which we, we really need to know and yes, tell our do. children if we're teaching yes. them about birth
1: control. Absolutely, all the side effects of all the forms. Yes, yes, yeah. Because as an adult woman, holy cow! I mean, there were some things that I had to find out kind of the hard way, uh, with again the the pill because it played havoc with my migraines and it was not good for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I had an STD for a while, and I—if I had to do that over again, I would never have done that. Mm-hmm. I got a terrible infection. I mean, it was there was some there was some crap coming down about that mm-hmm. that I just yeah would not want to repeat. You know what? Uh, thank you, Judy, so much thank for you. being here. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And how would people get a hold of you, real quick here? If if or, or are you up for that? I am. Um
2: do you want my phone number? Is that what you want? Or well, what,
1: what, what are you comfortable <laughs> how, about, how about my email? Okay, perfect. Um, email.
2: It's Judith, J-U-D-I-T-H, dot Randisi, R-A-N-D-I-S-I, at gmail.com.
1: Okay. So we're going to say goodbye for today. Thank you so much for being being with us and do get a hold of judith.rendici at gmail.com. God bless you. See you next time.
0: That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you.